Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I'm about to go into some awesome content today regarding relationships, indestructible relationships, because I feel like I'm an expert at this because of the fact that today is my 19th wedding anniversary to my beautiful bride, 
my beautiful wife, Jennifer. We call her J-Rock. Jen Rock. Congratulations, man. Happy anniversary, Thank you. Thank you. Rock. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Listen, uh, uh, I'm going to go. I wrote a chapter of my book, Rocket Fuel, about indestructible relationships. And actually, it's funny. I called it The Blueprint. The title of the chapter is called The Blueprint for Indestructible Relationships. And here, when you know, we created a platform that you see the link at the top called Blueprinted. Um, and, and I don't know. How, there's no really link there. I didn't even really realize that until now. But uh, Blueprint, just to let everyone know real quick, we had a challenge last week. It was a five-day challenge. I did two hours each day, one hour with general admission, quote-unquote, which is free access, and an hour of $97 VIP where we just actually dove deep into people's circumstances and situations and had impact. And, like, and then we had an offer for people to come into Blueprinted and become part of the mastermind of the founding members of Blueprinted. And we had a bunch of people sign up for that offer, which is phenomenal. And I'm going to extend that offer here for anyone that's a expert, creator, speaker, anybody that knows how to do something that can put their knowledge for the result that they want to get into a step-by-step process. That's what Blueprinted is. It's step-by-step processes to outcomes in life from all different categories. And, you know, we're having people come in with very abstract ideas, and then there's the common ones. And just to give you an example, the first one I put in there was how to how to start a blue. I'm um, sorry, um, how to start a podcast. You know, if you wanted to start a podcast, from when you got that thought all the way become to become an omnipresent, I put that blueprint in there, step by step guide. If you just follow it, you get the outcome. And you know what I'm thinking today, since the topic is on relationships, I might do a blueprint for relationships because I already have it in my book. I might as well create a blueprint for it. And we're having creators do that. So we had several people sign up last week from the challenge. And it's a $29.97 offer. I'm not selling that today or anything like that. I'm just telling you about it. But the fact of the matter is these folks that signed up are about to go through a transformation, not just to impact other people, but they're going to change their own lives. Because what I've seen with the almost 50 creators that we have now, and this this platform is, is not even quite all the way ready yet. We're still in development. But we have 50-some creators, and here's the thing. These folks, when they're doing these documents of their 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 um, step-by-step guides, their blueprints, we call them, they're having confidence breakthroughs. Because when you can document how you got somewhere after you've gotten there, because most of us haven't. It's all up in our brain, or, or, or we think we just, like, wung it. That's a word. Winged it. Wung it. I, I always get tripped up on that word. But if, if you can document that and you can put it out on paper, you get this cognition that wow hold on a second i can replicate this if i have to start over i can duplicate i can do this again and i can teach others how to do this i can scale this and that cognition pops in your head and all of a sudden there's an instant up uptick in your emotions and your confidence level so we're seeing that and i didn't really see that coming when we started this platform but it was, it was pretty amazing to see uh people go through that and i want to encourage everyone if you're if you're interested you can go to blueprinted.com. The link's at the top and hit become a creator. See all the details. That's all I'm going to talk about today with that. Um, but we're going to be having once a month, we're going to have summits or challenges around blueprints, creating your blueprint, getting your message out to the world in the most innovative way in the last 40 years to do so, which is a blueprint. Uh, this is going to change the game in personal professional development. It's going to add two courses and in some case replace digital courses. And I'm really excited about getting this to the world. And, and once it goes viral, you know, I'm, I'm just going to continue to spread this message. 
because it's going to go viral. People are going to be all over it. And I, I'm just going to, man, I, I mean, I'm, I, I can't, that's, that's the thing that we're shooting for. Cause we want, we want to reach millions of people with this. And once that, that happens, you know, we can impact even more lives beyond blueprinted. So anyway, that's enough on that for today. Uh, let's go to the topic of the day, which I'm going to make this engaging. So I'm going to talk for a few minutes here uh, about how I became successfully married for 19 years. And, and to be honest with you, it is better today than it's ever been. Um, and that's how relationships should be. You know, when we think about it, you know, greater and greater relationships. We all hope our relationships will get better day by day, week after week, year after year. And unfortunately, many relationships don't follow that curve. You know, many relationships start out all hot and heavy, the romantic, romantic ones. And then they steadily decline downhill, slowly or quickly sometimes. And then they become either a, a no-go where there's a divorce or split up. There's uh adultery there's abuse um there's divorce as i said there's um you know i think this one might be one of the worst ones where people just fall into apathy with their relationship and they just go about their day and they become not even roommates they just become i don't know cohabitors of their of their their residences which is so sad and unacceptable to me because there's an answer to this and it's not as hard as people think it is. It really isn't. You know, the funny thing about human beings is if they get a solution to something and it works, right? It's the solution, but it's simple. They will discount it and not even use it because it's too simple. And there we have the world where a lot of our problems can be solved with simplicity. We don't take the concept and implement it because it's too simple. So then we overcomplicate things and then we don't get results. And so relationships fall into that category as well. But this, by the way, this is, some of this will be for romantic relationships and others will be, look, business relationships, friendships. This, this, these, these concepts, these principles that I talk about will, will also fall into um, all relationships. But also keep in mind, I'm not a relationship counselor, specialist. I am an expert because I've done this for 19 years, I would say, but, but this is what's worked for me. So I want to put that disclaimer out there. It's worked for me and I believe in it and I've seen it in others. So I just want to throw that out there because I do not have a degree in this. I don't have the uh, licenses or accreditations for relationship counselor. Um, but if you got your notepads, this is the time to get them ready, ready for this. Um, all right. First thing is be intentional. Like we have to be intentional ahead of time with any relationships and then once we're in the relationships be intentional in the relationships this is something important to understand relationships healthy relationships improve over time healthy relationships improve over time this is the case with a lot of things in life a lot of things in life when you graph something in life plot something on a graph you should see an upward trajectory of the line, the trend line that goes through the plots that you put on the graph. That's a healthy uh, situation, whatever it may be, whether it's relationships, business, finances, health. Unhealthy relationships start great and then go downhill. 
Now, I'm going to give you some really simple concepts here, and please do not discount these. Please. My book, Rocket Fuel, was so easy to read. One young lady, she's a teenager, she said, hey, Mr. C-Rock, I read your book on the way to Florida, and I, and, and I flew from Charlotte, <laughs> which was an hour and a half. And I said, wow, okay. Well, I guess that's a good thing. Um, but keep in mind, all relationships start good. Because otherwise, the relationship doesn't have a spark to start. But the unhealthy ones go downhill. And by the way, there's not. this is not to say that every day is going to be better than the last. Every week's going to be better than the last. It's not about the micro. It's about the macro. When you plot lines on a graph, you're going to see if you draw a line from each dot or plot that's on the graph, there's going to be some ups and downs, right? This is the same thing in life. There's ups and downs. But what you want to see is a trend line. A trend line runs through those ups and downs to basically see what the median is. So you can see whether it's an up graph, down graph, flat graph. It's important to have that upper trajectory with the plots, even though there's going to be ups and downs. So as you go through your relationship, you start relationships, man, let me tell you something. My wife and I, like we've had ups and downs and I take full responsibility for those ups and downs. You know, I, there's times where I know that when we first started dating, I thought it was, I thought it was important for me to still maintain relationships with my boys. So the boys had to go out for beers. The boys had to go out on golf trips every so often. And the boys had to play poker. And we made all these, we made all these uh, stories that we told ourselves of why we needed to do that. And we didn't, we didn't tell the same stories about the in intimacy times, the, 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 the vacation times that we needed to take with our spouse the time we needed to invest in our spouse, the time we needed to invest in ourselves to build ourselves up better for our spouses. Truthfully, it was destructive behavior. And that's because there was no intention behind it of having the greatest relationship in the world. You see, I came from a family where I don't even remember my parents together. Broken home, brokenness. My mom married three times. The third one was a charm. Uh, my dad married twice. Second marriage, abusive stepmom very unhealthy relationship. I'm not outing them. I've wrote it in the book. It is what it is. You know, there was fights, there was cussing, there was screaming, there was abuse. And I, and I witnessed all that as a kid. So now I will tell you my grandparents, they were, they were together. So I did have some kind of semblance of some kind of role model the right way and the wrong way. But I had to figure this thing out as I was going through this on my own, because I knew I didn't want to get a divorce ever when I got married. So as I'm going through this life of, of marriage, there were times where I was making decisions that did not lead to the intentionality that, I'd, that I would want to have a great relationship, to have one that continues to grow, gets better and better and better and better. And also more importantly than anything to me, and for those of you who know me, the most important thing is other people as far as being a role model to other people not caring what other people think, but, but being a role model to other people. It's not just about you individually and relationship wise. And when you're doing your business, it's not all about you. To me, like the, the, the best solution for everything. And this goes to the, what's going on in the world right now as well is when the decision is made for the greatest of goods for all of the, all the covers all right. This is the greatest thing that covers, you know, even an individual, a family, 
a group of people, mankind, all living organisms, the earth, your spirituality, it covers everything. God, the decision should be the best for all of those things. And so for me, role model, being a role model in relationship is very important to me and my wife. For those around us that see us and then for those that are following me now, and, and I, I, I take that very seriously. And so when I want to do something and, and it's not the right thing, I, I very quickly know that that does not serve the mission. And my mission is all people are unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams. That includes my individual life. It includes the, the marriage and relationships for all people to be unstoppable, to live in the life of their dreams, having the relationship of their dreams. You're actually unstoppable to doing that, except for the fact that you stop yourself. And a lot of people will blame the other person in the relationship, and that's not the way to do it either, obviously. We know that. 100% responsibility. You got to take responsibility. Everything happens because of you. So the other thing I'll throw out here before we get to the engagement part going is relationships are a two-way street. Never forget that. Relationships are a two-way street. A relationship is not meant to serve one person. It's meant to serve both people together as a union. And this is, again, not just romantic. Think about this. Friendships, business relationships. You know, a friend of mine uh, that's on this, this app and in this room and is a speaker in this room, a very wonderful and powerful lady, we were talking on Friday. We're talking about a business um, that we may get in together, which I think is going to definitely proceed. But the thing that goes through my mind when I'm talking to this lady is not what's going to be good for me. Most of you... Most of us, I should say, because I have done this in the past. You get into a relationship, you start a relationship. What, what's in it for me? Like, how am I going to win? And, if, and then the, the, the relationship doesn't go as well as it could or at all because you're worried about yourself. It's one way. The thought that went through my head on Friday is, okay, wait a minute. I got to make sure not only do I need to pull my weight if this relationship goes good, but I need to over-deliver. I want to I make it so that that person never questions the fact that I'm pulling my weight and the fact that they need to, that in their mind, oh my goodness, I got to pull my weight. And then that, that is a, a, a cycle that feeds itself where both people are like, wow, I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. So that's the thing that runs through my mind. And at the end of the day, if I do that and I also choose the business partner or any partner through my core values and my mission ahead of time, that'll work out. But it's when you, compromise or lower your standards in your relationship uh, with your stand with, with your mission and your core values, that's when you compromise because you're looking for something else outside of those core values and mission. That's when the relationship doesn't go good because you lowered your standards. <clears throat> standards when you are talking about a mission and core values need to be non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. And if you're ethical and you're looking at things from all, like I just talked about, for the, the good of most then you won't find yourself alone. It's when you find yourself alone, when you, when you stick to your core values and your mission, you'll find yourself alone when you're non-negotiable, when you are worried about just yourself. And that's when you'll see people isolate. Because then they're, they're like, well, man, I, I'm not lowering my standards. I'm abiding by my mission. But the one thing they're missing is, it's all about them. So, so relationships are two-way street. When, people, when two people work together and serve 
to serve and support each other for a greater purpose, that's a great place to start building a relationship. Nobody's perfect. The goal isn't to be perfect. So keep that in mind as you're going through this. Some people expect their spouse or their the other partner in the relationship to be perfect. The goal is to continue to push to be the best you can. The best spouse, the best partner in the relationship, the best friend, the best parent, the best employer, the best employee. Want to be the best you can be. And the fact that you're sitting in this room this morning means that you're doing the best you can at this moment to be the best you can be. And there's going to be times where you cannot give as much as you can at your optimum times. You know, the genius folks, Amelia talks about this all the time. Like there's times a day where you're at your peak. The, the point is, is to give the best you can at any moment, at any day that you can at that moment. Just give the best you can. And if you do that, I guarantee you the relationship will work if both people are bought into the mission and, and aligned and they're both given the best that they can at any moment and they understand the other person is given the best that they can at that moment and not expecting perfection. Now, the other thing that people do is they go through the relationship and the longer the relationship goes along, they start growing apart versus growing together. This is all intentional. When you're in a relationship, you have the decision to make of whether you're going to let it go, growing apart, or you're going to decide to intentionally grow together. Now, let me tell you something. If you do not set the intention to grow together, guess what you've chosen? You've made a decision, believe it or not, even though you didn't directly make the decision to grow apart, you've made the decision to commit to growing apart. You know, look, when you get older, as you go through life experience, people change. No, the people don't change. Their behaviors change. I shouldn't say that. The people, the human being doesn't change. Their behaviors change, their disciplines change, their habits change, their routines change. They evolve or they decline. So you have to ask yourself your, this question as you're going through today. I want you to be intentional with this. Look at all the relationships you have and assess them. Assessment leads to elevation. If you're taking notes, write that down. Assessment and proximity lead to elevation. And I say proximity because when you're proximate, when you're in proximity to people that are further along than you, more successful than you, um, wiser than you, that leads to elevation, but also assessment. So assess your relationships today. Take some time to look at your relationships and say, are these relationships growing apart? Or are they growing together and why? And what decision did I make in the past? Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Ask about this. Now keep in mind, if you're not growing, you're dying. But even when you're growing, things are changing. And as you're changing and experiencing these things, it's very important to share these changes with the people that are close to you and that are important to you. If you want to grow together instead of apart, you need to have a common, you have to have common goals because your goals will change and you have to stay in line with your goals. And you have to understand and be clear on each other's growth and where you, you, where the changes are taking place. So that you can stay in alignment because alignment, once alignment gets out of whack, that's leads it to growing apart. 
and I can go on about this all day. I'm just throwing some things at you because I want to take the last half of this segment. I want to take the last half of the segment to get engagement here, but I'm going to talk about the most important thing now. Ready for this? The, the, one of the C words that I use a lot is communication. You see, I believe communication is the root cause of all problems, and it's also the solution to all problems. Communication is key to any healthy relationship. When relationships start to lack communication, couples often live separate lives even when they're still in a relationship. I mentioned this in the beginning. They treat each other like roommates instead of, instead of partners, romantic partners. They'll sleep in the same bed together, but yet they're worlds apart. And I, and I, you know what, listen, this is a, this is, can be a sensitive topic. I mean, some of you in this room have experienced this before, including myself in the 19 years I've been with my wife. I've felt in moments and I know she has as well. We've talked about it where we felt like, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, we're, we're acting more like roommates that are, that are covering expenses and doing our half and the other person's not doing their half and the other person's complaining about them and nagging them and because the other person's not picking up their stuff and doing dishes and <laughs> I'll let you guess who that was but years ago, right? But th there's times and there's people in this room that are feeling this way right now, not just have experienced it, but right now. So this can be a, you know, a sensitive topic, but let's talk about this. Communication is not just words. It's touch. It's nonverbal. It's your attitude. You know, relationships in the beginning, you know, often feel perfect in the beginning. I think there's even a term for it, right? The honeymoon phase. Everything is great. Then you start to realize the other person isn't perfect. You start holding them to a higher standard, sometimes an unreasonable standard. And then you start pointing fingers and blaming. And this all comes through your lack of communication or your communication, because communication is important, not just to have, but to have good communication. You know, I made it a point in my life every morning when I wake up to make sure I grab my wife when I wake up and hug her real tight and give her a kiss and say good morning, even when I don't feel like it. And I know some people see my wife and they're like, how could you not feel like hugging and kissing her? <laughs> I think I've done well somehow. Uh, but, but anyway, but anyway, and I know she doesn't feel like it some, some days, but she, she does a great job at it too. Not always. It has, hasn't always been that way, but I've noticed that when our relationships at, at its best and it's getting better and better all the time, those things are happening. Those little things that seem little, but they are actually big happen. You know, when you have an issue and it's bothering you, I'll give you an example. I'll be, I'll be going to be, be raw and transparent with you guys. So yesterday I had a it's Memorial Day. I had a load on my, you know, a uh, plate, my schedule. I kept it. I didn't want to just be like not doing anything on Memorial Day. So I, I loaded up my schedule and I'm going about my schedule. And there were some things that needed to be done around the house, some laundry. Uh, my wife was showing houses. She's a real estate agent. She was out and about. So I was trying to do my part and pick up some of the laundry and uh, go to the grocery store and do some things like that, that, that don't usually happen on a day off. And, but I was also doing the things that I had scheduled in that time. I was also meal prepping and I had a lot of dishes that I was meal prepping. I put them in the sink because the dishwasher was full and I didn't take the moment or add this part in of unloading the dishwasher and doing the dishes. 
Now, my wife, who was out on the road showing houses, which can be stressful for a real estate agent if you let it, in the traffic of Memorial Day at the beach in Ocean City, Maryland, where the resort traffic is crazy, she comes home and sees the dishes in the sink after she just did them right before she left. And at a moment of weakness, and this is not at all a dig at her, because we all do it, she said something to me that was kind of not direct, but I just did these dishes and they fill up that fast. And it was, instead of directly, said it again and again and again over a period of time. So I could have just got, just ignored it. I could have gotten up and just did it and didn't say anything at all. Um, I could have, there's a lot of things I could have done. But what I did was I had a conversation with her and communicated with her. And I explained to her about my day. Not, 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 not snarky, but explained to her about my day, what I did. And the fact that I'm, I'm, I plan on getting to them. I just hadn't gotten to them yet, and I will do them. I don't have a problem doing them at all. But if she wants them done sooner than when I'm ready to do them, she might want to do them because they'll get done faster. But I said it respectfully, and I, I communicated, and everything was fine. But if I didn't communicate and I just kept it inside, like because I knew it was, it was bothering me because it was like under, you know what I mean? Like when you do that, you, you're under kind of throwing a dig. What is what do they call that? Underhand? No, it's a uh, Indirect, there's the word, their term for that. But anyway, I could have just kept it inside, but I didn't. I, I talked about it. I communicated and everything was fine. So that was just an ex- you know a little example. We're not perfect. We still go through some things here or there because the emotions get you sometimes. So anyway, communication. Um, I have a lot of here I could talk about, but like I said, at 830, I wanted to cut this off. Um, I will tell you that complimenting your partner goes a long ways. I like being complimented. I like to push out compliments to my wife and then also making sure that when you are comp- complimented, Jeremy touched on this earlier, to be receptive, being a receiving of it, saying thank you. Don't don't say, oh, really? Or oh, this dress or, oh, no, I, I feel fat. Like, don't do that. That, that, that. that pushes off the compliment. That discourages the person from complimenting you in the future. But it also doesn't allow the cycle to continue of energy that was released when a compliment came out. You receive the compliment, receive it, whether you feel it or not, receive it. It'll make you feel better. It does things good and it keeps the energy and the cycle going. Um, one last thing, I got to tell you this one. This is a good one too. So when you get in an argument, winners are the losers in an argument. Once a battle begins, first of all, no one wins, especially if you have children. This is something I saw a lot when I was a kid. You know, I saw fighting arguing we were supposed to go on a trip and all of a sudden the trip's canceled because they got in a fight my dad would storm out of the house think about the effect that fighting has not just on yourselves but on the kids if you have kids just because somebody wants to be right and i think we all need to understand and and really put let this sink in that we need to be successful success comes over being right You know, I just remember the impact that it had on me and my 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 sis my siblings, sisters and brother. I remember the impact it has on them. And today, today to this day, some of them have issues, major issues. We had money. We had money in that in the house that was that was filled with turmoil. But that turmoil got to those kids. And to this day, I see the problems that they're dealing with, the struggles that they're dealing with. And all because somebody wants to be right. 
And at the end of an argument, somebody that thinks that they won the argument doesn't ever feel better. You think you're going to feel better. It doesn't feel better. The best thing that every, anytime there's an argument or conflict, the best thing that feels the thing that feels the greatest is when you break down your ego and you say, you know what? I'm sorry. And you apologize. Even if you didn't think you did anything wrong, you just apologize. You know what? I should have handled that differently. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. That feels good. When you break through, like right, right up to the point where you do it, I don't know if anybody's like can relate to this, but right up to the point where you have to like you commit to saying sorry and apologizing and backing down, right up to that point, it feels miserable. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's like screeching fingernails on a chalkboard. And then as soon as you do it, bang, all of a sudden it feels totally different. You feel great. So these are just some tips on my 19th anniversary. My beautiful wife that I wanted to just cover today. Um, I have many more, but again, I want to get some engagement because I don't want to talk for an hour. And let's open up the stage for takeaways, thoughts, questions, um, other experiences. Anybody want to get raw and, and transparent and share some of their uh, their experiences or any aha moments or cognitions that you had this morning? She rock. She rock. Let's go. This is Ed. She rock. What's up, Ed? You are my brother from another mother, and you're halfway there. I want to collaborate with you on your how humans can make the same mistake only once without breaking the vows. By the time we get around to the Grow for God conference, I'll be approaching my 40th year. So well done for Well, you're job. young, man. You're only 40. <laughs> yes, I know sir. What you meant. But I definitely want to I definitely want to make some contributions on your checklist about how to avoid the toxins. And, and as I think about it, how to avoid the toxin rules that I have developed and draw, dragged along with myself are actually more applicable for yourself than for your relationship with a spouse or significant other. But great job. I appreciate you this morning. Oh, thank you, Ed. And always love to hear you and thankful for your support and everything. Um, you seem like you always show up, man. I appreciate that. And uh, I just want to say that it is about us. You know, it starts with us. Anytime I got into a situation where I'd come home and be frustrated or see something that bothered me in the house, it's not about the wife or the kids. It's not about that. It's about me. There's something in me. And I have to look inside. So that's what I, I had great, the greatest success in my marriage and everything in my life is when I started looking at myself, getting to know who I was, getting to know myself and all the things that are on top of my original self that I was born on this planet with, like my original being. Right. There's things that were added on top through experience, through programming, through all the stuff that we hear in this room all the time. And I had to break through and dig through all of that to find out who I really am. And then all the stuff that's on top of that is causing my irritation. It's not the kids. It's not the wife. It starts with me. And anytime something was bothering me and I thought people were out of line, I checked myself. I looked in the mirror and it fixed everything. So great. Great job, Ben. All right. Who else? All right. Let's go with. Go, ahead, go with Coralie and then the gentleman that spoke. And and uh, let's say your name first, like Coralie did, so that I know who you, who you, who you uh, who it is, please. All right, go ahead, Coralie. Hey, I think relationships is such a, an important topic and one that, uh, of course it is. It's, you know, what drives us as humans. But I think um, for a marriage in particular, or even with your kids, those close relationships, I think one of the primary things to think about is what 
your partner's love languages or to be aware of because that tipping point between the honeymoon phase and real life, you know, becomes the point at which, you know, things aren't sweet anymore. You start to become more yourself and all those things. And if you're not aware of how your partner receives love and you're doing all the things that you think show your love for your partner, but your partner doesn't receive that, I think that's the point at which it just can really go downhill really quickly. So I think that, you know, um, I'm not sure who, uh, love languages seems to be a big thing and a lot of people know about them, but I think that when you know how your partner receives love and you give them love how they receive love, as opposed to how you receive love, I think that's a point at which your, your relationship can really strengthen because you're serving their needs as far as um, them feeling the love that you're giving. Anyway, I think that that's something that's really important to the health of a long-term happy relationship. Anyway, I'm Coralie and I'm finished speaking. Love it. 100%. Love it, Coralie. It's great to see you. Great to see you. And uh, I was great to see you on the challenge. And I just followed you. I don't know how I wasn't following you. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So again, that's, that's the more, there's, there's so much to this that you can add. Um, and I, and I could have spent hours probably talking about this, but I just got an idea guys. And I'm going to show you some, I'm going to show you something. All right. This is, this is called speed, right? When you get an idea, you don't let time get in between the idea and action because then emotion gets involved and emotion is sticky and slows you down and makes you think and doubt yourself. So I'm going to, I'm going to start a mastermind for couples. You know, my wife and I have been together for 19 years, so longer than that, but married 19 years. I think that we have some value to give to people. I'm going to start a couples mastermind and I'm going to probably, I got to figure out a name for it. And what we'll do is maybe we'll meet, I don't know, once a month and then have maybe some live trips. So we go on a trip together, like an all-inclusive once a week, I'm sorry, a week trip once a year, maybe a couple weekends sprinkled in with couples that align with us that have the same vision and mission as us so that there's alignment and we can build each other's relationships and support each other. All right. So I got that idea. I'm going to get a landing page together this week, hopefully today, but if not this week, and I'm going to see and test the waters. Now, by the way, I talked about this in my challenge last week. When you get an idea, don't go put a bunch of work into it. Get an idea, get a landing page together and start promoting it. Test the waters, test the market, find out if it's, if it's uh, received by the market before you go putting a bunch of time and effort into it, like a course or a product or service, you got to market it. You got to promote it, market first. So I'm going to do that. And I just wanted to show this as an example, because I had an idea. Anyway, uh, who is D-Rock, D-Rock, I want to, I want to throw flowers uh, in Coralie's direction. The, the difference between the successful and the unsuccessful is, is basically that being able to, you, you do need to operate like you're on a one-way street. And it's not your way. It's the other way. Now, if it's not reciprocated at, at some point in time, you have to stop putting energy into it. And, and that's, that's a whole different track. But if you start out with a spark and an intention to serve everybody else first, learn their love language because it, they are vastly different, uh, then you can extend the honeymoon period. And what I would add is that the honeymoon period is not like the trip to Italy and back. The honeymoon period is defined by me as the period of time between I do and you better. My name is Ed. I'm done speaking. 100, 100, 100. And the other gentleman that was speaking with Coralie, I'm going to go to you in one second. I just want to share another thing I've thought about 
is that some husbands, and I'm just speaking from the husband's point of view here, okay? Because that's the only one I really know. Um, from the husband's point of view, if you focus on your wife and your attention and focus stays on her, you will find her more attractive to you even though you've been with her for a long time. You will see the beauty more because you're paying attention and you're focused. But what happens to a lot of gentlemen, and I, listen, I've been there, like the, back in the, trust me, your, your, your eye wanders and then your focus goes off your wife. And then the romance starts to slide off because guess what? Your focus isn't where it's supposed to be. And it's easy to do that. It's, it, it, it's very easy to, to lose, just, just move your eyes in one direction, just a little bit over. And you start looking at another beautiful woman. Um, and, and then your focus goes away. And then you're, you don't find your wife as attractive anymore because you're focused, not focused on her. So what I found in my relationship is that when I focus on my wife, she becomes, she's always beautiful. She's always a beautiful person. She, she, that doesn't change, but it's like the lens, I guess, gets clouded when you don't focus on them. And so when you start to focus and pay attention more, the more and more beautiful, the more and more romantic it gets, um, everything just gets better. And it's not easy all the time, just because of the fact that you, just because of the fact that, I don't know why it's not easy, but it's just something you got to be really intentional about. I don't know if it's just because of life and the world. I'm not sure why, but, but, but when you lean into it, you really lean into it. The reward is beyond anything you can imagine when it comes to the intimacy, romantic, uh, parts of, of your relationship. All right, let's go to the gentleman, whoever that was. Uh, that what's was up, Eddie? What's up, C-Rock? Yo, C-Rock, what's up, brother? I, I love what you just said about focus. Um, to follow up on that, um, when I went to this Tony Robbins conference uh, about seven years ago, he said something about focus that I will literally never forget, and I've, like, taught my children the same thing. As focus goes, energy flows. As focus goes, energy flows. So whatever you choose to focus on, your energy flows to that. And... C-Rock, man, we definitely have a lot of com in common, especially like upbringing. Um, you know, I was raised in a two-parent household, but there was a lot of dysfunction. Um, you know, my father um, had PTSD. He didn't know it, uh, but he was verbally abusive to myself. Um, he was physically abusive to me and my mom. And there was just a lot of toxic ideologies and beliefs that he imprinted upon me um, of what he thought being a man was. And one of the things that he imprinted upon me as a man was a young boy and a struggle with this um, going into marriage and, you know, going out into the dating world was to not be a simp. We hear that term all the time from guys. Don't be a simp. Don't be a simp. And it's really kind of silly because if you're not a simp for your wife or the person that you're in a relationship with, somebody else is going to come in and simp all day for her because they realize how valuable she is and how they actually see her. So I had to unprogram and then reprogram um, years of just, just dumb, excuse my French, but dumbass ideologies and quotes that my father like told me. And I, when I made it out to the dating world, I thought I had to be alpha man all the time and, you know, be the player, be the ladies man. And, you know, it's just, me, I met my wife seven years ago and it's been an amazing journey of us together. 
And I think you mentioned this earlier, like it really is teamwork. It is teamwork. As cliche as it may sound, teamwork make the dream work. Um, you know, I used to play football and no matter how good you are as an individual, it's not just about you. Like you can be an all-star hall of famer individually by yourself, but if you're not setting up your teammates for success, how successful can the whole in a unit be? So, you know, I, it, it's really refreshing to hear these conversations. And uh, I would love to be a part of that, um, that relationship mastermind. Um, I'm actually a, a life coach with a focus on dating and relationships. So that really hits home to me because I've done so much work individually and so much work and poured so much energy into my wife, into our relationship, uh, being intentional. Um, and I'll, I'll leave it with this. I, I met this this guy that was 93 and him and his wife was married for 64 years. Wow. 64 years. And I'll never forget what he told me. Uh, cause I asked him like, well, what's, what's your secret? And he was like, Eddie, there's no secret. You and your wife has to constantly choose each other every single day. You have to choose each other. Even when you don't feel like choosing each other, you have to choose each other, choose each other when you're going through grief, when you're going through trauma, you have to choose each other when you feel like running away. And I think it's a testament to you and your wife constantly still choosing each other and having those open lines of communication and constantly choosing each other and you seeing her and then her seeing you and then you both are growing together because you both are seen because human beings need four things. We all need to be seen, heard, valued, and appreciated. And if those relationships are not nourished, not even just marriages, but business relationships, personal relationships, any type of relationship, need seen, heard, valued, and appreciated, then that's how you get that relationship to blossom. So I'm thankful to you, C-Rock. I'm proud of you and your wife's accomplishments. I know it wasn't easy, but you made it out on the other side. 19 years, congratulations. Um, and look, I, any way I can be a part to help and to, you know, pour love and energy, you know, I'm filled with this love and this passion. So, uh, yeah, no, thank you for uh, allowing me to speak and thank you for this topic. Yeah, I love it, Eddie. Thanks for showing up, man. You show up every week and I really appreciate that. You read like between you and I, you know, you messaged me and said, you're ready to rock, man. You want to impact this planet. And, and I told you to show up and you've done that. So you just keep doing it, man, because uh, it works. And I appreciate you. And, and what you said about a simp, like, I, I just won't hang out with guys that, that don't value what I do. Like, that, that's, that's the thing, like, I learned. Like, back in the day, I, I thought I cared about that. Like, I cared about, oh, man, the guys who think I'm, a, like, uh, I'm whipped, so to speak, right? <laughs> or uh, they, they think my wife's in control. Well, listen, I want my wife to be in control. And I want to be in control. So we can both be in control. But I don't hang out with people that don't see the value in my marriage. Because guess what? If they're doing that, they don't care if you're together with your wife or not. Matter of fact, they probably, deep down, might resent you for such a great relationship that they don't have. And you're gonna let that destroy you. So like, I just don't hang out with people like that. I hang out with people that align with what I do. My, my friends that I hang out with now have been married for almost as long as I have. All of our friends we grew up with or hung out with before, like that, that have had relationships where they ran around on their wives or, you know, had issues, whatever the case was like, we, we just don't hang out with them because I'm, I'm very, 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 uh, sensitive to my environment. I talk about this a lot. Like my environment has to be in alignment with my mission. If it's not, I got to handle it quickly 
and I have to get rid of anything that's in the way, causing it to slow down, obstacles, or what have you. Remove all obstacles. And that happens when you're highly intentional and committed to your mission and your values and, and your relationship. So great words, Eddie. Anybody else? Hey, this is Cindy Baker. What's up, Cindy? Good morning. Yeah, just a couple of quick things. My husband and I got married when we were older. And I remember our pastor um, giving us some good advice. He said, both of you have been hurt in the past. And so when the other person does something that you, um, it reminds you of a past hurt, even if you're not making that connection, you might overreact. And so the advice was to make sure that we're aware of what we're reacting to. And if it's something that's unhealed in the past, to make sure that we um, take care of that so that, um, that we're not projecting that onto our spouse. Um, and the other thing that we've found, my husband and I, is we're both uh, Jesus followers. And so we, instead of having a power struggle, we both just try to get closer to God. And so it's kind of like a triangle. We're next to each other and God's at the top. And the closer each of us gets to God, by default, we're also getting closer together. So I just wanted to share that. I'm done. Yeah, you know, uh, definitely very important. And I, I should have, I should have actually started with that to sit today. And uh, you're 100 percent right. You know, they say that those that pray together stay together. Praying together, if you haven't done it before, is can be awkward. It can be uncomfortable. But whether you're saying thanks, grace, as they say, at, you know, prior to dinner. Or, or a meal, or you're praying in the morning and you're praying before bed, or you're just praying just to pray. It, it, it cannot help but strengthen you because guess what? You cannot complain about the other person when you're praying together. It's, a, it's impossible to feel resentment towards someone when you're praying together. Think about it. So I'm glad you brought that up and I want to apologize because I should have said that first today because that has been, God has been, Obviously, to, to me, the, it's not obvious this morning because I didn't say it first. But it, it's been one of the, like, the most important things that, that kept us going. Um, you know, we go to church here in Ocean City, Maryland. Um, I'm, not, I'm not the type that, you know, um, is real strict with saying, oh, you can't drink. This is not the way we roll. Like, we, we, we believe that if you have a wine or a glass of wine or, you know, and you have it under control, but you shouldn't do it in front of people that have an issue or. Like, like we don't, we just, we, we're more laid back with it. And I think that, um, it's just a belief thing, but I, I think that God has been a center point in my life from when I was five years old. My mom taught me to pray and I'm glad you brought that up today. And again, I want to apologize because I want to take responsibility because I should have said that first as I was going through this. So that being said, we have a couple more minutes left. Who would like to go next? So we leave the the stage speechless <laughs> all right as we wind down here can you guys hear me mary lynn i see you come off me oh no can you guys hear me i'm gonna say i had to pop out and go to my 90 day um challenge with barb we had a little live to wrap up our challenge but i love the relationship that you're coming on and talking about relationships because i think boyfriend calling and i rejected him like how apropos is that <laughs> i know i gotta call him right back but i'm just saying like 
you know, I don't think it's talked about it enough as important. And I mean, I think more and more people are realizing, and I love Elena Cardone's example, you know, that how important the relationship is to everything, even your business and the peace at home affects your business. And I just love that you're talking about it. And I better just go call him back since I hit reject. <laughs> yeah, go do your thing. Okay, thank you. Thing. Thank you, thank you. All right, with the time we have left winding down here, um, I just wanna share a couple things. One, be looking out for that couple's mask. I'm gonna do that. Um, I already I already got my team in the, like while we're on this thing, I got already got them working. So uh, number two, blueprinted, check that out. And number three, I've heard a lot of you say that your coaches or trainers or what have you, and if some of you uh, really are ready to invest in yourself and get your message out, um, and you do wanna do the things and follow in the footsteps of people that have done it, I have put together, uh, it's called People Building Podcast Agency to get people on other people's stages, just like I did. I made it very affordable because of the fact that I want people to do this. I wanna share with what I did, but I do have expenses to cover. So here's the thing. So if you go to um, podcast.peoplebuildinginc.com or just message me, I'll send you the link. Um, we'll do a discovery call with you, it's free, just to see what you're you know, looking for. We have over 500 shows in a network where we can book you on stages. And not all of them are like, they're not like all like Gary V and, and these big giant shows, but it doesn't matter. That's not what it took to get me to where I am. I went on over 300 shows, approaching 400 now over the last three years of other people's, not to mention the 250 some I did in my own, almost 300 now. So what I did was I went on these shows and I shared what was going on in my life right now, my message, my signature story, whatever I had going on. And it wasn't necessarily the audience of the show that I was concerned with. Like a lot of people don't want to go on shows. They're like, oh, I don't want to go on a show unless that's a big audience. That's so narrow sighted because one, first of all, the relationships that I've established from the podcasting world, from going on other people's stages, from the hosts, from who they connected me with, who I was able to give and connect them to changed everything for me. And if you could think about each of those podcasts, over 300 now, if I got introduced to one person and I was able to introduce one person to them, you see the impact. Not only that, you get the content from that show, you take the raw content, you can clip it up, 30, 60 second clips, two minute clips, whatever. You have tons of content to put all over your social media and you have those people in your network now in case you wanna help others cause and create futures for others. Because when I have relationships with people, or if I have a 15 minute call, just an introduction, a connection call with people, and this goes to the relationship talk, guys, I'll ask those people, what's their future? Like, what's the vision for you? Like, what are you looking to accomplish, right? That's one of the questions I ask people. And I do that because I wanna know what they wanna do. One, if they're intentional, one, if they have, or two, if they have a vision, and three, what it is, so that I could pour into them and help cause and create their future for them. And I can't do that without the network that I've developed from being on other people's shows. So it does take an investment. I've made it affordable, but if you're interested, DM me if, get on other, if you're ready to step up and go out there into the world and get your message out. And you cannot do it by one show. Like some people get one show and it's great to celebrate being on one show. They get so excited, I'm on a podcast. I'm gonna be on a podcast. And they get on that show and when they're done, they're like, I, I did a podcast, yes. That one show is like a drop in the ocean. You have to figure out how to be consistent with it and get on a lot of shows consistently, minimum probably five a month, five a month, one a week or so, consistently over time because you'll get better as you go as well. 
And so there's so much to it. But but if anybody's interested in, in, in exploring that, just like I said, DM me because I think that's so important for people. And I wanted to establish this agency for that purpose. Because I already, you know, look, I have five other businesses. I, I don't need uh, another business on my hands, trust me. <laughs> but but I wanted to do this because I feel like it's a it's an impactful thing for people to get their message out. And a lot of people are searching for good shows to go on or don't know how to get on shows or or, or reach out to people. So I have it all down pat. We have a system in place to make it easy for everyone, and I want to help you with that. So with that being said, I'm going to wind this down. Tyrone Pool's coming up next. Uh, we have about three minutes left if anybody else wants to chime in. Any questions, takeaways? Okay. Yep. Hey, C-Rock, it's go ahead, Diana. Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, good morning, everyone. So C-Rock, I just appreciate, so appreciate the conversation this morning. And, you know, one of my passions is um, – you know, we want to we want to create impact with business, but unless things are good at home, that's that's kind of hard to do sometimes. So I love your mastermind concept for for couples. I'm in. Um, don't even know what it looks like yet. I'm just going to tell you, I'm in. <laughs> but you know, I think another level to that too is when you're in business with your partner. Um, my husband and I have been married over 20 years, and we, you think you know somebody and then we invented a product together and holy cow, did that change everything? And then we purchased a pharmacy together and that changed a whole another level. And you cannot, it's, it's a matter of like, do you want to do life with this person? Can you appreciate what they bring to the table? And do they appreciate what you bring to the table? Is there common respect? Do you share the same values? Can you do life together? That's the common denominator. And then once you have that strong foundation, then you bring kids in and like the lessons our kids have learned from, from being entrepreneurs and business owners. I always say like, those are life lessons. Like those cannot be taught um, in the classroom. They have learned so much watching us together. And so um, I really believe it's all about generational impact and what we can do to elevate our businesses and our families. And um, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing. I love your blueprinted thing. I'm already checking it out. So um, I will be in touch with you, but thank you for being you and for showing up and, uh, and sharing your message with everyone. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for being here this morning. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout. Anybody that's interested in that, I'm going to get that going. I'll be talking about it just like I promote everything that I do. I think that it's very important for me as a role model to promote things so that other people understand how important promoting things is. There's nothing wrong with promoting things, guys. And uh, also, for those that are looking for a spouse or partner, for those that are looking for a spouse or partner, I want to give you real, one real quick piece of advice. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. Become the person that you would want someone. Become the person that you would want. Uh, not, not the person that you would want, but the type of person that you would be looking for, that you would value. Work on yourself. So many of you are out there looking for people, but you're not working on yourself and making yourself better and putting yourself in the best position possible to be able to take care of someone, to be able to provide and, uh, you know, be that, be that, that 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 great partner so with that being said i want to wind down here it's your boy c-rock i'll be back next tuesday 8 a.m eastern i want to wish everybody a great week be unstoppable this week go do something that that next week we can talk about and you can say hey c-rock you said go be unstoppable and this is what happened i want to celebrate some wins next tuesday 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.